Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with a topic. Fandom is unusable due to ads. So very recently, we talked about the fandom controversy where people are saying that they have a ridiculous amount of ads on their platform. Ads to the degree that they actually hamper the experience of using the website. And I talked about how, I mean, I, I'm not going to move my tiny little bio or fandom or whatever because it's just not worth the time. But I respect anyone who's you know moving off it for those reasons because it does seem to be a bit of a problem based on what other people have told me. But at that point in time, I had not had a first-hand experience with the issues with the ads on the platform. But very recently, I was on my iPad and I did have the experience and it was so bad, I recorded it. So here's just a 12-second clip of this ad on the fandom website that is in the direct middle of the entire screen. And when I scroll, it gets bigger and scrolls with the screen to the degree that I cannot read the screen at the top. I wanted to click this link here. All the links here are denied because of this. And if you look at this ad, there is no way to click out of this ad. There is no X here anywhere. It was flawed. I had never seen an ad before that it wasn't just on like a scam website that you couldn't remove. I'll just play this more. It's just like this. And I was looking up something about Mashal, the, uh, the anime. And so people were like, whoa, whoa, but if you log in, then uh, the ads become less or disappear or something. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I'm not logging into a, a, a link on, on Google to, to, to be able to read it. What, what are you, insane? Right click, inspect element, then delete and add element. I don't know how to do that on my iPad. It's an iPad. I should not have to be like learning high level programming or, or how to use my iPad and shit to read a goddamn wiki. It's nuts. It's, it's just the nature of humanity that things become more real when they happen to you. And I guess I gotta look into that, but uh, shocking, shocking. It just feels so short-sighted, like surely this sort of thing must eventually have a long-term impact. Is this just some person, you know, at the top, only gonna be in that higher position for like four or five years, and their goal is just to boost revenue by as much as possible in the short term, so they can be like, hey, at my last company, I boosted revenue by 200%. Like they leave fandom and they join another company with, with that on their resume now, and then like the next person has to come along and deal with the fallout of all those terrible decisions. Who knows? But it's uh, garbage. Is expert react content ethical? So some of you may have seen the recent video that Carl Jobs uploaded to his YouTube channel, got a million views in two days. Clueless lawyer defends the completionist. Here's Carl's video, and this is the video that he was responding to. Jobs versus the completionist, VG Law Review from a creator who was called Mooney, apparently. And so it was this lawyer who was like, look, I know enough about the law and, and the, the goings on here. I can say that Carl Jobs has no idea what the fuck he's doing. His research was goddamn garbage and I'm the best. And I'm gonna tell you guys with all my law smarts, uh, all the ways that Jobs went wrong and uh, how the completionist did nothing wrong. Or at the very least, plausibly did nothing wrong or what have you. Very smug kind of thing. And Carl in his hour and a half video just tears this Mooney guy apart. This is especially the case for the most recent Indyland event, at which time I believe Jobs had already conducted the interview with Gerard and made his intentions known. Wait, what? You believe that during Indyland 2023, I'd already spoken to Gerard? Why would you need to believe anything? It would take two seconds to check, and if you did that, you'd know that you're completely wrong. Indyland was October 27 to 29, and I emailed Openhand on November 4. These emails with the dates are shown in my video. And obviously the call had to happen after the emails because we spoke at length about the emails during this conversation. Oh, but that's right, you didn't listen to the call and have no idea what you're talking about. 
he cooks him something fierce in, in a way that I don't think you can dispute to the degree that the dude took down his video and apologized in private to Carl and uh, publicly apologized on his Reddit that he was clearly in the wrong. This was in part because despite that he may have law credentials, I don't know. He didn't have all the facts. He didn't know all the information. He had not done the research that Mudahar and Carl had done, but he also hadn't even looked at all the publicly available information. So there was stuff that Mooney was saying that the completionist didn't do, he admitted that he did, just in places that Mooney hadn't seen. I was personally sent the video from Mooney many, many times where people asked me, oh, you should speak on this. And I'm, I, I listened to it. I'm like, this guy seems like he's talking at his ass. I don't care if he's a lawyer. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. And I'll be real with you. This is a lot of the times how I feel about expert react videos where people ask me like, oh, but isn't it a little bit different when an expert reacts to something? I, I say to you, what is an expert? A person's like, hey, I have a law degree. I know the law. Let me watch this random video that I haven't seen before and I, that I've done no research on. And let me just give you my opinions as I go. That's not what an expert does. It doesn't matter how much expertise you have in something. You should need to double check what you're, you're going to say. You should know completely what's in, in a video beforehand. Um, and you should have something prepared and you should just make your own fucking video if you have enough expertise on a topic to talk on that topic. You don't need to react to a video to do that. I, I don't really have much respect for these people who do reaction videos to other people's videos, even if they're experts. For all the reasons that I don't like reaction content, I don't think any of that is absolved if a person isn't a quote-unquote expert, because anyone can call themselves an expert on the internet. I have a psych degree. I am not an expert in psychology. I, I, I can't be like, well, I can just watch any video related to the human behavior for the rest of my fucking life because I have a degree. Whoop-de-fucking-do. One thing I remember someone saying to me, I think they had experience as a lawyer. They were like, Legal Eagle has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. He, he's, he's a shit lawyer. Why do people like him so much? And I, I, I think I said at the time, like, how would anyone know if Legal Eagle was a shit lawyer? We're not lawyers. His research could be entirely garbage. We would have no way of knowing. The Legal Eagle could have become a lawyer YouTuber because he sucked at being a lawyer, we would have no idea. Having credentials or having experience in, 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 in a job doesn't mean you were good at that job or you didn't pass by the skin of your teeth to get that degree. I will take a person committed to doing research on a topic and responding whilst knowing the entirety of what's in a video and making their own content over some person lazily jerking themselves off and, and being like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch this video like I probably read a book on this topic like 10 years ago. Uh, it'd be fine. I'll, I'll say some stuff. I don't think it's contributing to discourse in a positive kind of way. If you are an expert, you do not need to react to videos. You can make your own videos based on your own expertise. And while I, I'm not saying that what Mooney made was a reaction video, what I'm saying is this demonstrates that just being knowledgeable in a field does not mean that you become all knowing about all situations to the degree that you can speak on them with confidence or that you're good at making YouTube videos or that you're good at your job. So interesting situation. Good on Carl for cooking this dude. I wonder if Carl is, is Carl respected as a YouTuber? I think he's more respected than I am, but I do occasionally see people who have a negative opinion of him. And I worry that the sort of content that he makes continues to ferment that kind of negative association with drama. I like the stuff he makes. It's a, uh, it's well presented and stuff, but it does have a lot of negative slant these days, you know? But I do think he's more respected than the occasional person that has a negative perception of him. 
I, I guess he's almost in a million subs. I guess there's always going to be someone who doesn't like you at a million subs. The people who look down on him tend to be the side of the people he's shooting on. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's possible as well. Oh, to be clear, I wasn't calling Legal Eagle a bad lawyer. I'm saying I don't know. Legal Eagle, good at presenting stuff. He talks very well and, you know, he's, he's doing well as a YouTuber. That wasn't me firing shots at Legal Eagle. I was just pointing out that a person who speaks confidently on a topic that you don't have any knowledge on could be talking complete nonsense and you would have no way of knowing unless you're willing to do the legwork yourself and look into those topics. I'm sure every single person here has at one time been caught out listening to someone who seemed very knowledgeable, seemed and, and therefore or maybe even themselves believed themselves knowledgeable and therefore were speaking confident and it, it turned out they were completely wrong. That's, that's kind of just the, the risk you run listening to people in life. It, it's not just YouTubers who do this, it's just a, a fact of life that you can run into such problems because we all don't have the time to look into the minute details of every single thing that we that we run across of a day-to-day -day life you know this obscure discord feature could save you hours this was utterly wild so i was looking to talk to someone who i had talked to in dms before but i forgot what their name was and so i asked everyone in my discord and said hey if you are the person working on my old footage from when i was learning speed running can you please dm me one of the reasons why I had to do this was because I couldn't find a way to search my DMs on Discord. In fact, to my knowledge, there is no way. But in response to this, this guy named Starstruck DM'd me and he said, yo, they do allow search on mobile. And he showed me this little image here of him searching for yo in his DMs. And it showed all the DMs he has where he said yo. And I'm like, you're a legend, mate. And it turns out that yes, on mobile specifically, you can search all of your DMs for messages. And so I found the person I needed to respond to and I, I DM'd him. Isn't that just server search? No. On desktop, you can search servers, but on mobile, you can search all of your DMs. Did people know this? This will help me so much, but why is this not on desktop? I have been screwed so many times over the years because of how many people I speak to in DMs just not being able to search for particular things I've talked about. Like, if I'm communicating via email in Gmail, I can search for words that I've said and find particular emails, but I couldn't do that on Discord, but now I can. Although I have to bring up my mobile phone every time I want to, which is stupid. I don't know, never need that. I imagine most people aren't DMing 50 people a day or whatever, but this is, this is gonna help me so much. But I just find it so stupid that this isn't available on desktop, why? Why? Is this a new thing that's recently come out? This is a new feature? Well, I hope it gets pushed to desktop soon because they've needed this for like the last 10 years. When did Discord come out? Discord release date. Almost 10 years, because it came out 13th of May, 2015. But thank you, Starstruck. My live stream quality is about to improve. So good news on the multi-streaming front from Epos Vox. It didn't get any fanfare, but NVIDIA quietly increased the NVENC encoder session limit to eight with the latest game-ready driver. I believe what this means is that I can now encode my stream to more places at once without my card being like, oh my God, what are you doing? It was an artificial limit they put on the card, I guess for safety reasons or something, or that like few cards could handle more than the, was it three that they allowed before or something? Or was it four? I can't remember. It's something that a lot of people didn't talk about, but bottom line, why does this impact you guys? Previously, I had 1440p higher quality on YouTube and lesser quality on other platforms. I was streaming like an encoded version of my stream to each different platform, having particular settings for each of those platforms, catered to those platforms. But that was so heavy on my internet speed and PC and my card didn't like it because 
previously the encoder, there was a less encoder limit, so I stopped doing that, instead making one encode of my stream and then just having it copied to multiple different platforms. The result of changing this was a lesser hit to my system, but I could no longer have different quality settings for different platforms. Now this limit has changed, I'm gonna go back to having different quality on different platforms. I will tailor my settings specifically for those platforms so they have the optimal quality for those each of the platforms. I will hopefully get into Twitch's uh, new thing so I can have AV1 on Twitch and stuff. And so the quality of my live stream on all the platforms should increase in the coming months, which is good. Also, I am streaming on TikTok right now and I'll be streaming on TikTok in general. And this is me, this is my thing. You guys can't see this, but I, I can see people on TikTok. They aren't appearing on the stream though, as of yet. How do I see how many viewers I have on TikTok? I can't even see. It doesn't even tell me. Regardless, small improvements. I think after all my experimentation, I'm going to stream to YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, and Facebook. I'm not gonna do Instagram because it's stuck in nine by 16 and I can't be bothered doing nine by 16. And I'm not gonna do Twitter because Twitter has absolutely no discoverability and the quality of the live streams is the worst I've ever seen. It is just really, really bad. When will Elon Musk learn that you need to make a like minimum viable product before you attempt to like advertise that product to the masses? I suppose he's done this his entire career and has made him billions of dollars. So I guess he doesn't need to have to make a lot of money. But I mean, for that product to succeed, which he doesn't seem to care about, you generally need to do that. Your awful Discord profile could lose your job. So I saw this interesting post on Twitter it's from Girl Post, so I don't know if this is like an aggregating Twitter, whatever, but the post is interesting. Just realized I've been submitting job applications with this profile picture, and it's like a mutilated Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants with like, what is that, a, a bit in their mouth as if they're like a horse or something? And it's a, a, a formal communication with someone else with that profile picture. Have I mentioned before that I have on multiple occasions looked at a person who was asking to edit for me and judged them based on their profile picture. Not just their profile picture, but like what they say in their bio and, and name and like ass and stuff. Uh, we're talking about Discord, of course. And I don't think I'm wrong to do this because sometimes people will have like the most seedy, weird stuff in there. And I'm just like, you're asking to do work for me. How do you not see how bad this looks? <laughs> like some people will have like slurs or something in their bio. I just like, there is some measure of trust in this relationship. And, you know, I, I, I have to trust you to some degree. And you're presenting yourself as a irresponsible person or a person who just doesn't give a fuck. So take a lesson from this person and my confirmation that people will do this. If you are looking to get something from another person or have a relationship with them in any capacity, consider how you are presenting yourself in regards to how you've chosen to look on the internet. You should do a rate my Discord profile. I don't want to see the weird ass goddamn things that people put on their goddamn Discord profiles. No. <laughs> I've seen horrible, horrible things. Check out my perpetual motion machine. One thing I bought myself a million years ago was a perpetual motion machine. I'll show it to you. I think there was a video that covered it and it like blew up. Like the device didn't blow up, but I mean, it got very, very popular. And the dude who like hand makes them he got so many orders that it took him like six months to send me mine. And then when I received it, it turned out that it needed like a very, very particular battery. I, I didn't build it until now. So I, I probably had like ordered like nine months ago or something. So you put the ball here. 
top down. And it goes like forever. If you put multiple balls in, it can like, one can mess the other one up and cause it not to do it. It comes with five balls. See? Ah. Well, that, 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 stop. Okay. So obviously, perpetual motion machines don't exist. So what is going on here? It is like a hidden kind of magnet that exists like in the middle here. It's, it's not a magnet, it's like electrified or something. Like you can see the little green light that's on there. There's like a hidden switch that is, is hard to figure out. Let's see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, see it's off and on, off and on. Without this turned on, it doesn't have enough strength to get across. Of course it's fake, because perpetual motion machines don't exist. And so I guess it would only run as long as the, the power in it lasted. But it's a cool little thing to have on your table. I believe the dude sells them on Etsy. You can get like fake ones from Amazon, but they don't work. You gotta get it from like the legit guy. And as I say, it requires a weird battery. If you're getting it, be prepared to have to buy some weird battery that has like seven numbers in it or something. It's not a double A, it's not a triple A, it's, you know. Valve has removed an essential shopping option. So I wasn't going to bring this up, except that while doing it, I discovered something interesting. So I saw a person on Twitter say that they couldn't afford a game. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy that person this game. That seems like a nice thing to do. So I went on Steam to try to like get a Steam key and just give them the Steam key. And so I looked and I'm like, I can either buy it for myself or buy it for a friend. Why, why can't I get a Steam key? And it turns out that Steam no longer uses Steam keys, or at the very least, they don't give them out anymore. I thought that was wild. And I was like, but but I've seen keys in the wild and I've used them from my sponsors and stuff. And it just seems though third party people and developers and stuff still get Steam keys, but Steam themselves doesn't give them out anymore. You can't just get them to email you a Steam key as a gift or whatever and give that to someone. I assume this is to stop fraud or people trying to convert their Steam wallets into real money or what have you. Potentially for legal reasons, they don't want to do that. So I ended up having to buy the Steam key on another website. Uh, it wasn't a shady, I, I, it was Kingwin. And I think Kingwin is not a gray market key seller. Like they were selling the product at full price. I think they're like Green Man Gaming where they actually get the keys from the developers and stuff. So I, I think that was fine. And so I gave them the key and they were like, oh, can can I give it away in a giveaway? And I was like, oh yeah, if you, if you want to, whatever, just don't tell anyone I gave it to you because I don't want it to come across like I'm giving you this for clout. And they didn't respond. I'm like, man, did I sound weird saying that? I hate talking to people chat. I always feel uncomfortable afterwards. I'm like, did I say something stupid there? Am I, am I a weird person? Especially strangers, like... <laughs> Uh, and that's again why I, I, I wasn't gonna bring it up because I just found the situation to be so weird that Steam doesn't give out Steam keys anymore. I had no idea. I don't know. Weird situation. It's probably because prices vary massively from region to region. I believe they region lock such keys normally. But yeah, maybe that does circumvent some people's ways of making accounts in different regions and buying games from those regions. I don't know. Is my variety content always sponsored? So I had an observation that happens every single time I play a game that isn't GTA 5 or GTA 5 adjacent. As I say here on Twitter, me enjoys a game I am not known for. Comments. Is this sponsored? Obviously, it's not every comment, but I do receive a handful of comments saying exactly this on every single video <laughs> that it's just not GTA 5. And it's like, can I not enjoy other games? Do you think I can't make content out of other games like, oh, they don't have other interests? I wonder if it's because like the people saying it don't like those particular games and so they must assume that I'm only paid 
to play them. <laughs> is this ramble sponsored? Yes, it's sponsored by me. <laughs> yeah, so as I often say, I have played many other games over the course of my career, and you can see all of those sometimes on my main channel, if you look, or you can look on my live stream channel, my VOD channel, where you can see me playing a different game like multiple times a day. Go check that out. If you have an interest in a game, I've probably played it. Yes, that was a sneaky way of advertising my VOD channel. <laughs> this video is sponsored by Dark Viper AU, who wants you to like this video and subscribe to Viper Rambles. Dark Viper AU thanks you for watching and he wishes you all the best.